is good, everyone. It's great to be back on the Mayo Media Network. My name's Griffin Swanson, and I'm here to break down the Saturday, March 27th NHL DFS slate with you. Now, we got seven games on this slate here. Looking to be a pretty fun slate. We look here in the top left-hand corner. Three of those games coming in with an implied total of at least six goals. The remaining four games there at five and a half. Not a lot of heavy Vegas favorites, though, on this slate. Maple Leafs are sitting pretty nice, but outside of that, projecting to be a pretty tight slate. Now, before we dive into my favorite line stacks and individual plays, if you could hit that like and subscribe button, I would greatly appreciate that. Pat and his team are posting content all week. You don't want to miss out on any of it. If you're more of a podcast person, head on over to the Apple Pods, check out the content there, and leave a five-star review while you're at it. And of course, I got a couple of prize picks for you on this fine Saturday. If you're not playing prize picks yet, you have to check it out. And while you're there or plan on signing up, make sure you use code MMN for up to a $100 match deposit. You don't have to put $100 in. You want to put $50 in, they'll match $50. You want to put in $20, they'll put in $20. But you have up to a $100 match deposit. Again, use code MMN. Now, when it comes to playing prize picks for the NHL, it's super easy. What they're going to do is they're going to list out a handful of players for this Saturday slate and assign them to a fantasy score. You need to choose the over or choose the under on that fantasy score. And here's how players can rack up points. Three points for a goal, two points for an assist, half a point for a shot on net, half a point for a block shot. That's it. It's that simple. Four different ways that players can rack up points. Again, you need to just pick the over or pick the under on that fantasy score. And so if you want to check out those prize picks that I have for Saturday, head on over to the Mayo Media Network Twitter account and check out who I have my money on. But all right, let's hop into the spreadsheet here. So we're going to kick it off with my favorite line stacks here. I got my two favorite line stacks here. Also like that first line out of Tampa Bay, Steven Stamkos, Andre Palat, Braden Point. Don't have them highlighted here, but keep that in mind. But these are two of my favorite line stacks here for Saturday. First one going to be that first line out of Pittsburgh. We got Crosby centering Gensel and Brian Russ. Now on paper, this does look like a tough matchup against the New York Islanders, and the Islanders do play stingy defense. However, the Penguins seem to have their number this year. They've played six games so far this year, and in five of those games, Pittsburgh has scored at least three goals. So really not too concerned about that, especially considering that Pittsburgh is playing at home and Pittsburgh is missing a lot of top talent in their top three lines. Evgeny Malkin is injured, Kasperi Kapanen, Brandon Tanev, Teddy Bluger, so on and so forth. They're really leaning on this first line right now, and this first line is performing, especially Crosby. Crosby has double-digit DraftKings points in 12 straight games. Rust is starting to play a little bit better here, and Gensel's been very consistent. The three have combined for 15 goals, 18 assists, 33 points over their past 10 games. They're going to play big minutes and play on that top power play. So even though this matchup does look tough on paper, I do like this first line out of Pittsburgh for Saturday. The next line stack that I like here is going to be that first line out of Edmonton. We got McDavid centering Drysaddle and Poyarvi. Now, the only reason I put this as the second line stack, because I love Drysaddle and McDavid together, is because we very realistically could see Drysaddle move back to that second line center position really at any given time. However, the Oilers have not played in a week here. Saturday is going to be the first game they played in seven days, and this is a line that's practiced together all week. Now, the last time these two teams played was back at the end of February, early March. 
And the Toronto Maple Leafs kind of beat up on Edmonton in those games. I think the final game was 6-1. to Toronto won that game. It was immediately after that 6-1 beating, we saw Drysaddle get moved up to this first line with McDavid, and they went on an absolute tear. So it looks like they want to stick with that because the magic between Drysaddle and McDavid is very real when they play together. They're both going to play on that top power play as well. I am willing to justify Poyarvi here at $3,700. If you just want to pair up McDavid and Drysaddle, that makes sense too. But at that $3,700 price tag, I do not mind Poyarvi. He doesn't play on the first power play that often. There are times where he will get mixed in there, but more so of a second power play guy. Again, willing to justify it at his price tag, but really the focus here is McDavid and Drysaddle. Those two are lights out when they play together. All right, now we're going to hop on down here to my favorite individual plays. We're actually going to stay in that same game with the Toronto Maple Leafs and Edmonton Oilers, kicking it off here with Mitch Marner at $8,000. Got 41 points in 33 games this year, playing really well with Austin Matthews, like them as a pairing as as well. I mentioned earlier, Toronto's kind of had Edmonton's numbers so far this year, so I like this matchup in general. Now, obviously, Marner puts up big points, plays on that first line with Matthews, plays on that first power play, but what I really like about his game as of late is the way that he's shooting the puck. He's not necessarily notorious for shooting the puck a lot. I mean, he's playing with Austin Matthews, and that kid loves to shoot the puck. But Marner here has 38 shots on net over his past 10 games, essentially averaging four shots per game, and I absolutely love that, on top of being able to get on the score sheet by making plays and getting assists too. So I like Marner here. I like this game in general. Sign me up for him at $8,000. Now, for whatever reason, DraftKings does not want to put Patty Kane above $8,000 this week. Keep it right around the $7,500 mark, and I'm going to take that all day, especially when the Blackhawks are playing at home. Now, Patrick Kane's been putting points up all year. He's got 46 points in 34 games, but he's been much, much better at home. 28 points in 15 games at home compared to 18 points in 19 games on the road. This guy is averaging 18 DraftKings points per game when playing at home. So, a misprice here. He should be at least $8,000, especially when he's playing at home. I do like the matchup here against the Predators, top 10 team in allowing goals this year. And this is just a guy that I want to have exposure to more nights than not, especially considering the way he's playing this year. Going to play big minutes, plays on that top line, plays on that top power play. Sign me up for the misprice Patty Kane here. Like I said, I think he should at least be $8,000. And then we got the Rope Hints here at $5,000. Really like this price tag for him. Definitely think he's underpriced as well. Played consistent hockey all year, 21 points in 21 games, has 11 points in his past 10, 6 goals, 5 assists, averaging about 11.5 DraftKings points per game. He actually has double-digit DraftKings points here in 7 of his last 8 games. If he hits double-digit DraftKings points, that's 2 times the value of his DraftKings price tag right away. I'm always shooting for 2, 2.5 times the value, and you're usually in the money. So I like him at this price tag here, plays big minutes, Plays on that first line, plays on that first power play. Going to play with guys like Pavelski and Robertson, who you see is my low-priced option. Could do a little stack there if you wanted to, but ultimately like hints at this price and this matchup at home against the Florida Panthers. And then wrapping up the individual four plays here with Martin Natchez at $4,500. I think he's too cheap as well, so really these last three guys, I think they're mispriced. 
Now, Natures does have a tough matchup here against the Tampa Bay Lightning. I do understand that. And Tampa's been good, I mean, really in general, but they seem to have the Hurricanes number this year as well. They've only allowed eight goals to the Hurricanes in five games that they've played so far. But outside of that, which I do understand is concerning, I'm going to touch on that here in just a minute. Natchez has played well, 24 points in 29 games, 4 goals, 5 assists, 9 points in his past 10, averaging about 10 DraftKings points per game. So again, double-digit DraftKings points for a guy that's below 5K, that's going to stick out to me. He's made the most of the opportunity that he's got this year, playing on the first line and playing on that first power play. Now again, a tough matchup here against Tampa. So if you're like, you know what, 8 goals, 5 games, I don't love that. I want to fade Natchez, I understand it. I like the way that he's played, though, especially at this price tag here. Probably still want some exposure in my lineups. But that being said, take a look here at this note. There's plenty of value on this slate here for forwards in the 4 to 5K range. So if you are one of those people, you're like, eh, I'm going to avoid that matchup against Tampa. Sure, absolutely. I understand it. There's plenty of value out there, but I am not going to be afraid to play this guy considering he's got 24 points in 29 games and nine in his last 10. Moving on over to the defenseman here. We're going to kick it off there with Jacob Chikrin at $6,100 for the Arizona Coyotes. Chikrin's played awesome hockey this year. He's got nine goals, 13 assists, 22 points in 33 games this year. Doesn't find the score sheet every night, but he definitely can. And almost has double digit goals already. That always sticks out to me, especially for defense. Averaging about 13.5 DraftKings points over his past 10 games, though. Been blocking shots a lot more frequently as of late, and he's not afraid to shoot the puck. So really, this is a guy who can rack up DraftKings points in a number of different ways, and he's been able to do that a lot here as of late. He's got double-digit DraftKings points here in 9 of his past 10 games. Now he's playing on back-to-back nights, playing on Friday night, playing on Saturday night as well, but love this matchup here against the San Jose Sharks, who are a top three team in allowing goals this year. So like Chikrin at this price tag here, playing really well as of late, and I expect him to continue that here against the San Jose Sharks. And then I got Tyson Berry there at $5,800. Now look, I know I'm highlighting two expensive defensemen here, not something I typically do, but considering there is so much value at the four position in the 4 to 5k range. I don't mind paying up for defenders on this slate like a guy like Tyson Berry. $5800 here, definitely a justifiable price. He's played really well with his new team, the Edmonton Oilers. He's got 30 points in 34 games so far this year, one goal, 11 assists, 12 points in his past 10 games. Love the way that he's been shooting the puck as of late. Has 37 shots on net over his past 10 games, averaging about four shots per game and averaging about 14 DraftKings points per game as well over that 10 game stretch. Now he's going to play big minutes anywhere from 22 to 25 minutes and plays on that top power play as well. Anytime you're playing with guys like McDavid and Drysaddle, you're going to have the opportunity to get on the score sheet and Barry has obviously made the most of that this year. The last defenseman that I got here then is going to be Connor Murphy at $4,200 for the Chicago Blackhawks. Not a typical defenseman that I highlight. Not a guy that's going to play big minutes on the power play gets a little bit of time on that second power play but that's not really what I'm targeting now he's still going to play decent minutes plays anywhere from 21 to 25 minutes plenty of time on that penalty kill and really what I'm targeting here is his defensive style play it's a guy who's racked up 29 block shots 
over his past 10 games, essentially averaging three block shots per game. And that's what we're targeting. Because if you block three shots in a game, you get that three-point DraftKings bonus. This is a guy that can find the score sheet every now and then as well, has nine points in 28 games. So every third game, he'll find the score sheet. He does have an assist in back-to-back games, and he's actually topped 18 DraftKings points in his last two games as well. So it shows you the upside that he does have. Now, really, at $4,200, we just need him to get 8 to 10 DraftKings points, and he meets his value. If he hits double-digit DraftKings points, all the better, and he can certainly do that. As proof, the last two games, topping 18 DraftKings points. And then the goaltender that I like on this slate here is Andre Vasilevsky at $7,700. Now, honestly... Why is he priced this low? I I have no idea. I almost felt offended he was priced this low. I'm not even a Tampa Bay Lightning fan. I mean, they're fun to watch, but I have no quarrels with why this guy's mispriced. But for some reason, I was like, no fucking way that this guy's $7,700. Okay, it's a tough matchup on the road against the Carolina Hurricanes, one of the better teams in the NHL right now. But Tampa's allowed eight goals, eight goals to the Hurricanes in five games that they played this year. Vasilevsky's record... 24-1. and Why the hell is he $7,700? So again, if you're like, yeah, it is a tough matchup on the road against Carolina, I understand that. But this guy's mispriced. He should be at least $8,000. Hell, he should be $8,400 considering the way he's played this year. Another guy who's mispriced on this slate, even though it's a tough matchup, I will absolutely be paying Vasilevsky at this price tag here. And as always, we're going to wrap it up here with my low-priced option or sub-4K foreplay. Jason Robertson, why is he below $4,000? DraftKings, you missed price a hell of a lot of players on this slate. So take advantage of it, people, because they are out there. Now, Jason Robertson here, he's a rookie, so maybe that's why he's mispriced, but he's playing great hockey here as of late, really all season since he's come on to the NHL. $3,900 here, you can stack him up with Rope Hints. You could put Joe Pavelski there. It's a guy who's going to play on the first line, play on that first power play. He's got one goal, 10 assists over his past 10 games, averaging about 11.5 DraftKings points per game. Any guy below $5,000 that's averaging double-digit DraftKings points, that's going to stick out to me. But when you're below $4,000 averaging double-digit DraftKings points, I don't want to say it's a must-play, but you're definitely going to be in my top player pool for low-priced options. So playing really good hockey here right now. Like I said, you could stack them up with Hintz, Pavelski. You could even put a defenseman in there, Miro Heiskin in, or even John Klingberg. A lot of different ways that you can attack this Dallas team. They're very cheap, and I do like this matchup here against the Panthers. I'm not sure if Barkov's going to play, so sign me up for Robertson here. Love them at this price tag. All right, everyone, that's going to wrap up the video for today. As always, thank you all for taking the time out of your day to watch these videos. I do appreciate that. Don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button. Mayo Media Network team posting content all week. Again, if you're going to be signing up for prize picks, make sure you use code MMN for up to a $100 match deposit. Let's have a great day. Let's have a great weekend. Let's win some money on this Saturday slate. I'm out of here.